Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and turn on notifications so that you will receive alerts when there are new episodes. Go get it. Been grinding for so long, I wake up and chase my goals. I go out and I go get it. How to code, that's all I know. I don't succeed, then I don't breathe. Success, what does it mean? If I conquer all my goals, then I'm living out my dream. Dig deep, go out and get it. Success Chronicles, compete until it's finished. Success Chronicles, go take care of your business. Success Chronicles, it's deeper than just winning. Success Chronicles. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Chip Baker coming to you with another episode of the Success Chronicles. Really excited to have uh, Mr. Frank Agin on today with this episode. A great man, um, you know, in the Ohio area and uh, doing lots of great things. Well, have has done and is doing uh, lots of great things to make our world a, a different place. And, and so I'm so thankful to have him on this episode. So thank you so much. Well, thank you. I appreciate uh, the opportunity. It's, uh, it's good to be on with you. Yes, sir. Well, talk to us about your life story. I know off air we you know, talked about some things, but you don't mind sharing that with the audience. No, that's, I, I, I welcome the opportunity as I as I uh, did share with you and will share with the listeners. Uh, I was born in Chicago. I won't, I won't give everybody the, the uh, blow-by-blow detail, but uh, I think... I think our stories say something about who we are. But I was born in Chicago. My father was a high school teacher. And uh, when I was finishing up kindergarten, he decided he was going to get his Ph.D. So we ended up at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. And I was there for first and second grade. He got a Ph.D. And then that led us to a little town in the upper peninsula of Michigan called Houghton, Michigan. It's about four hours north of Green Bay, and he was starting a position at Michigan Tech University. Uh, we ended up staying there. That's where I ended up graduating high school. Um, I left high school, and all I all I know I wanted to do was play college football. Um, really didn't care much about education, but I ended up. But I, but Chip, I'm five foot ten, 180 pounds. You know, where am I going to go? Right? <laughs> Um, 
people, good opportunity. I just didn't want to spend my life in the tax code. You know, when you're, Chip, when your boss is sending you home and saying, hey, here's a tax court case you need to read, and you're kind of looking at him thinking, Uh-oh. you know what? I got cable TV. I got Sports <laughs> Illustrated. I got a girlfriend. I can think of a dozen reasons why I want to read this tax court case. Um, so at any rate, after about six and a half years, I decided to leave and go into private practice to figure out what I was going to do professionally. And I like to tell people that um, a funny thing happened when I went into private practice, and the funny thing was that nothing happened. Yes. I had no idea how to get clients. Um, you, when you live in those, when you work in those big firms, when you live in that world, work's just given to you. You just work, and it's not like small business America where you got to go find it. So, at any rate. Uh, I had lunch with a friend of mine one day, and she referred me to an organization that helped entrepreneurs and sales reps become more successful through networking. Uh, and just kind of a, you know, I got involved. I got involved with that group. I joined, got really involved, got to be his first franchisee. And then at one point, I bought that business out and rebranded it as Amspirit Business Connections. And what we do is we create a weekly forum that brings together entrepreneurs, sales reps, and professionals. It's a membership-based organization. Uh, brings together these professionals. They learn about each other and exchange referrals. And it it really it really resonated with me that for me to be successful, I need to help the people sitting around the table. And if I help them, they'll help me in return. And it works. It's you know that. That whole mindset is really as old as time. You know, we were growing up in tribes and clans and whatever else we, we want to call, you know, early man. Um, they helped each other. And when you helped others, they helped you in return. And somewhere along the way, we greed has gotten us a little bit out of that practice. But what we do through Amspirit really works. Um, so that's what I've spent the last 20-some years doing, helping people become successful through this and uh, on a mission to franchise it throughout the United States. That's good stuff. I, I think, uh, you know, there's a quote uh, that says uh, by Zig Ziglar, if you help enough people get the things they want in life, you'll get the things you want in life. And, and I, yeah. I wholeheartedly believe in that and think that you know, just like, you know, you're saying you're striving to do, um, it's great when you can help those people and you know things things will come back to you because your your heart's in the right place yeah no you're right and 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 that 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 quote is spot on and it really makes a lot of sense because to be honest chip i'm going to be better promoting you i'm going to be a better promoter of you than i am of myself yeah yeah the reason i say that is is if i tell people i'm great Everyone's going to be like, yeah, roll their eyes. Sure, everybody's great, right? Mm-hmm. But if I tell people, hey, Chip Baker's great, you know what they're going to say? Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? You know, it just has more credibility. So there's a, you know, as we climb, we should be lifting. As we're trying to move up and become more successful, we should try and help others do the same. So it, it uh, the whole program really kind of rests on that principle. And, and I see it day in, day out that people who are the most successful are the people who have helped other people become successful. Yes, sir. Well, let's let's hit on uh, what are three things you've accomplished in your life that you're proud of? Uh, well, 
foremost, um, number one, I have uh, I have three great kids. I you know, and that's uh, you know that's I, I, I joke about it, but it's probably true to a certain extent. But if I didn't get married and have you know, and I've got a, a great wife too. I'll throw that in there. A great family. Um, if I didn't get married and have kids, I'd still be living in that dumpy apartment eating ravioli out of a can, right? I mean, family's what drives us. Family yes. is what drives us. Uh, but I'm certainly proud of my kids. Uh, one has graduated college, working down in Miami, in, in Miami, Florida. Uh, I've got two still in college, doing really well in school. Certainly proud of that. That just doesn't happen. It's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of homework with the kids, reading with the kids, getting them straight, setting the right example, getting them to activities, all of those things. So certainly proud of that. Um, other things I'm proud of, I'm proud of what we have built with Amspirit Business Connections. Um, I mean, there are hundreds of people in this organization, you know, well over a dozen franchisees, um, many who I have many members who have been around for decades. I have a couple members. I joke about this. I joke about everything. Um, but I joke about uh, some of the members. And some of the members have been around since the Bush administration, mm-hmm. the first Bush administration. The oh, one before wow. They've been around a long time, and they will tell you. Uh, in fact, I got, a, I, got a, I got an anniversary card from one of my members a couple weeks ago. Basically, uh, it's a 25-year anniversary card. That's how long he'd been in the organization. So just kind of thanking me and, and my staff for everything we've done. He had met his wife through the organization. He yeah, has grown awesome. businesses through the organization. You know? So certainly very proud of, of, of all that's been built there. Um, and, and other things that I, I'm proud of, um, proud of, I've written a number of books um, and certainly do a podcast, proud of all the information that I've been able to share. And it's not really a pat on my back, but it's a pat on the back of everybody who's kind of referred me things. Hey, Frank, did you see this? Did you see this video? Did you see this article? Um, and been able to take that. And, you know, I'm, I'm not the, I, I'm certainly the author of things, but, you know, when somebody does research out there, um, it's their research. I'm just kind of the megaphone that gets gets the story out. I love um, that. I love that. The the megaphone. I love that. Well, let's uh what are um let's let's hit on success. I know you talked a little bit about it. What's your definition of success? Um, you know, it, it's kind of evolved over the years. You know, when I was in, you know, college and law school, I always thought success was you know, it was money, the big house, the, you know, the cars, all those things. You know, I remember early on putting something, I was always very entrepreneurial, putting something, I was putting something together when I was in law school, I was working on a book, and, you know, I told my mom, I said, yeah, when I make X amount of money, I'm going to go buy a certain car. I can't remember what car it was at this point, but it was, it was, you know, looking back, it was such, it was so misguided, you know. I look at success as the person who does what they want to do. Mm. You know, you know. I mean, there are people out there. There are people out there that make millions of dollars, and certainly they're successful because they've done it on their own terms. But I know people who who do really well, who are attorneys who do really well, corporate types who do really well, and 
are miserable yeah. because they are locked in. They got golden handcuffs on. Um, for those who know, well, we'll just, Chip and I were supposed to record this fifty start fifteen minutes earlier. He got hung up taking his his son to an appointment. You know what? That's great. You're going to live. You're getting to live life on your terms, and your son will remember the fact that you took him to that appointment. Yes, sir. That's success. That's success. To be able to do those sorts of things and say, you know what, I go to the movies this afternoon because you know what, my son's available and there's a movie we both want to see. Um, that's success. You know, there's only you can only do so much with money, right? I mean, after a point, it's just you're you're like a squirrel just hoarding in the backyard and forgetting where it's at. You know, so you you need enough money to live. But once you have enough money to live. What really matters is having a life, and that's what I see in being successful. Um, you know, there are teachers out there that, that, sh- that, quite frankly, struggle to make ends meet, but they're successful because they're doing what they love and 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 helping lift other people up. So that's how that's how I view success: is doing the things that you want to do. Ooh, that's great stuff right there. Uh, you know, it was a couple of things you mentioned when you said it, it really gave me chills, right? And I'll, I'll tell you why. It's because I wholeheartedly believe in that. I believe in, um, you know, doing the things that give you personal fulfillment. I think when you when you're able to consistently do that, and feel that you have growth, oh man, it, it, it brings happiness in your life. Yeah. You know? And then the, the other thing is, you know, don't, you know, yes, you, we have to have money, like you said, to live, but I think when we get caught up in just the money, <laughs> you know, we lose sight of the things that are really important. And, you know, just yeah. like you said, you know, with my son, deal, like, man, when am I going to get those moments back? Like yeah. this second, this moment of this day, I will never get it back. And yeah. so I have to no. make sure that I'm on point and 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 taking advantage of all of those precious moments that we can get. Yeah, I mean the reality is that there'll always be somebody with more money. Yes, you know there'll always be somebody with a better car. Always be somebody with a better house. And you, and you know, I think it takes life to learn those things. Yeah. I remember my wife and I getting our first house, thinking, "Hey, we'd arrived," and then, you know, we were, you know, all of a sudden we were talking to other people, and oh my God, they've got acreage with their house. You know, <laughs> yeah. You know, there's always somebody with a better house. Um, always somebody with some more money. Um, and so we just need to just put our blinders on and say, okay, what what makes me happy? You know, what makes you know. I don't need a lot to, to make me happy. Um, and, but, you know, but family support, feeling like I'm contributing to the world around me, it, it, you know, is important to me. I've got purpose. And uh, be able to live those things, That's those are the things that are really, are, are really neat. Um, and, and, and I'll be honest, Chip, it's easy to say because from time to time I'll look around and I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I, I forget what, I'm 56, 57 years old and I, I have friends who are... I have friends who are retiring. Yeah. You know, you see on Facebook, they're retiring. It's like, okay, did I miss something somewhere along the way? Yes, sir. You know, maybe I should be further along. And it's, you know, my wife has to remind me, you know, we could, if we wanted to, we probably could retire. 
but why? You know, are you going to be happy retired? And I'm like, no, I wouldn't. I would be miserable. Yeah. You know, I would be miserable. I love what I do. You know, I'd love being able to hang out with my kids and I would like to just continue to work and be able to have the freedom that I can go spend time with them or um, volunteer time in the community and build lasting value um, as opposed to just enjoying you know, just hanging on, waiting to die, right? That's the way I look at it, just waiting to die. Okay, I'm retired, you know, where are they going to bury me? <laughs> well, so. I agree. Well, again, I want to say thank you for uh, interviewing. If you don't mind sharing with the audience where they can go follow you and check you out and show you some love with all the amazing uh, things you have going on. Yeah, I mean, uh, there are there are a number of ways of getting a hold of me. I, I am on LinkedIn, um, and I pretty much accept any request. Um, it's Frank Agin, A-G-I-N. I don't think there's, I think I'm the only Frank Agin on LinkedIn. Um, I You can email me at frankagin, uh, F-R-A-N-K-A-G-I-N, at amspirit, that's A-M-S-P-I-R-I-T.com. Or I just have a website, frankagan.com. Any one of those, you know, I think you do a search on Frank Agan, you, I will come up. You do a search on Amspirit, again, A-M-S-P-I-R-I-T. There's numerous ways of getting a hold of me. And uh, it's amazing. People people contact me through all different sources. And, it's, and I, I respond to it all. Uh, sometimes not as quick as I'd like, but I respond to it all. Well, there it is. Um, again, thank you. And I wish you continued success in everything that you have going on. And uh, thank you guys for checking out this episode. We'll see you next time. God bless. Go get it.